0: It's your boy Tommy V Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. Listen, don't let nobody, and I mean nobody, tell you that self-pity is a bad thing. Because when they say that, they say that with entirety. Self-pity is not a bad thing. Self-pity is only a bad thing when you find yourself becoming devoured by it and you don't actually look for any solution or resolution or the roots to the problems that put you into the state of self-pity. Anybody in life that has ever encountered a true transformation or even just began the the steps of a a transformation will tell you that it first started in self-pity. That's if they can at least admit it and see it for what it is. That's what that was. When you're sitting there and you're like, wow, my dad left me. My mom's a crackhead. I got kicked out of school. I went to jail. I'm a drunk. I'm a loser. Girls don't like me. Guys don't like me. Whatever. These things come from a place in a state of self-pity of you sitting there. Hold on, y'all. Okay. Come from a place of self-pity, a place of sitting there looking at your life and, and acknowledging everything wrong the things that are your fault the things that aren't your fault how do you how do you even get to the point where you say things like oh you know how people love to say this one right here this is their favorite one they love to say this one right here they love to say accept the things you can't change the things you can't accept that comes from a place of self pity I think that we put too much negative connotation on things that actually help us transform in life we put too much negative connotation on the word ignorance insecurity anger issues these things, if acknowledged head on and you don't try to water it down, these things are very uh, productive things, and you have, and and you know, it's kind of like when Kendrick Lamar said in that one song, "Mother, I sober." He said, "You know, you never felt grief till you felt this sober." Well, what that's to me, that's what true self pity is. It's literally looking at your life and everything bad from once again the things you can't change, plus things you can change, things that are your fault, plus things that just are out of your hands, the circumstances that you were just born into, and looking at all of it, right? But you, if you sit and soak in the rain, you end up drenched. Or you can choose to soak up the sun. It's really that simple, bro. It's really that simple. Self-pity can be a beautiful thing. I would not have even begun the transformation that I've begun. And turning over to Christ. And understanding that that's the truest way to life. If I didn't sit in that jail cell wallowing in self-pity. But I didn't stay in the self-pity. That's the key. But self-pity itself is beautiful. It is literally... The essence of life and growth and development. It is saying, I have a messed up childhood. I was molested. I was raped. I was beat up. My boyfriend is abusive. My girlfriend cheated on me. Uh, I don't have the best body. I don't got the most money. Or I'm greedy with my money. Or I'm too fat. Or I need to gain some weight. And it's saying, dang. Okay, now that I have openly confess my sins, confess the sins that have been trespassed against me, now what am I going to do? Am I going to stay here? Or am I going to fix what I can fix and accept what I can't? How could someone tell me that that part, that beautiful foundational stage of transformation is not necessary? How do you know what's good in life if you don't know what's bad? If you, How do you know what to fix if you can't even acknowledge it? They even say the first step to fixing an addiction or a problem is first admitting that you have one. Wouldn't that put you in a state of self-pity? See, when you hear the words or the term self-pity, the reason why it sounds so negative is because you start thinking like, you only think of it based on how it's been projected to us, which is a state that no one gets out of. It's, it's, it's only self-pity. People are only looking at the the actual act of sitting there like, man, I ain't nothing, man. Nobody loves me, man. Okay, that can be a beautiful thing. And you know how I know? Because we all know somebody, even if we don't know them personally, a celebrity, a a pastor, someone who can tell you that's where it started. They may not realize it. That's what's crazy. They may not even realize that that's where their transformation started Was sitting there saying, hey, nobody loves me, man. When I when I when I was suicidal last year and I posted it on Facebook, nobody came and called me. And then you start to say, "I need new friends." See what I'm saying? Man, my dad never loved me. That's when you start to say, "I right, I'm gonna turn to the Father in Heaven. He always gonna love me." So it's 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 it's, it's a beautiful thing if it's used the right way. But don't let nobody tell you, because the first person to tell you that is the person that sits in pity their whole life. Some people, they never transform because they don't go through self-pity, because they're scared to sit there and really say, man, I'm nothing. Man, these girls don't like me. Man, these guys don't think I'm attracted. Man, these jobs don't want to hire me. Man, I can't keep a job. Man, I can't get into a school. Man, I, I, I still I'm 30 years old and I ain't never had a car like whatever. It is saying those things and then saying and then the next part of it is saying, OK, now, what can I do about that? Right. Is this my fault? Is it not my fault? What role did I play in it? What role can I play in fixing it? What role can I play in accepting it and finding peace within a storm, right? So don't let no one tell you that self-pity itself is just this terrible thing. Ignorance, and not to go off topic, but the reason why I brought up ignorance, immaturity, uh, insecurity, all these different words that we just look at and we hate to hear them, right? Low self-esteem, things like that. These words can be used as a testimony one day. I had insecurities. I learned how to use them to my benefit. I had whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, these things, like, when we hear the word ignorant, somebody's like, it's like people look at it like it's such a bad thing, right? And it's like, bro, who's not a little ignorant about something, right? I mean, nobody knows everything, so we all have our own different ignorances. Right, Immaturity. We all immature in some way. You might have somebody who is most mature with his money, but he's not mature with his love and showing how he feels and being sentimental and sympathetic. You might have somebody who is sentimental and and sympathetic, but they don't know how to, uh, I don't know, do something else. So it's just like... Bro, we all have these things. How are we ever going to grow and develop and help each other grow and develop and create a better world if we don't sit up here and address our our immaturities, our ignorances, our insecurities, our low self-esteem, our whatever, our uh what were we just talking about, self-pity. How how do we create new paths for other people and show them how to walk down it if we never address it ourselves? In the Bible, Jesus tells us to take the, take the log out of your eye before you talk about somebody's speck. Why do you think he used the word log and speck? Why he ain't just say take the speck out your eye to take the speck out of someone else's eye? Because nine out of ten of us wanna talk about something, but we don't even realize that we're worse than the thing we're talking about. This comes in a state of self-pity. Man, I can't believe I never finished high school. Man, I can't believe that my none of my relationships ever work. Okay now, why did my relationships never work? What role did I play? Did it okay, if I didn't do anything to make the relationship not work, maybe simply who I'm dating just isn't the right thing. Maybe I need to change who I date. These are things that I feel. I feel like. If you if you feel um If you feel like what i'm saying is insufficient or incorrect that's on you i feel like that is technically self-pity is it not sitting there wallowing right oh my gosh i can't believe i'm not i'm nothing in life i'm 25 and i still haven't done anything with my life okay the next that is the first most beautiful step you have confessed something that take some people 40 years to confess some people Make it in life at different ages, and the only reason why didn't make it at 25 compared to 45 is because they didn't self-pity, because they were scared to sit there and say, "I'm nothing. I am nothing. I need help. I need my mama. I need to confront my ex. I need to confront that teacher who who kept picking on me. I need to confront myself. I need to give my life to God. This is the beginning of the stage." I've seen people break down in tears and change their life in one day because they went into a state of self-pity. Man, I've been on crack for how long? This is self-pity. How is that not good? That's a great thing. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise, man. Don't let nobody tell you that this is not good, that this can't be helpful, that this can't be useful to your life. All right. Now, you guys can hear ghetto black girl playing her 21 Savage or whatever she's playing. So I I don't know if you guys can hear in the background. I'm in the car right now. I just felt the need to say this because of a conversation that I'm having with someone that's very important to me. And it's like I'm trying to explain to them. No, maybe you should have had some self-pity. Maybe you would be a little bit further. Maybe you would have notice the things that weren't working for you had you sat there and said you know what I've been at this job for 20 something years and they no, they haven't even gave me a raise they need me if I quit right now the whole company fall apart maybe you need to sit there and have some self pity for 30 minutes, 2 days whatever, a week and it will it will get you to light a fire under your butt that walking around trying to act like everything okay just wasn't doing for you hmm you need self-pity to light that flame that 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 arrogance. That's cuz that's what it is. Just doesn't light for you. That blind faith just doesn't light for you. You need that self-pity before you turn to Christ. It's going to light that fire for you to be thirsty and hungry for his word and his love and what he can do for all of us. You need self-pity. Find it. Sit with it. Deal with it. Mope. Cry but then when you're done, you pick yourself up. There's a song that goes like a saint is just a sinner who fell down and got up. It's time to get up out of the self-pity but you have to have the self-pity first. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I hope that this was helpful and useful for somebody. Praise God all praise to the most. Hallelujah. I'm out. And I want to add one thing before I go here. When you sit in self-pity think about it and in, in it any form of accountability, self-pity is, is the really the rawest one. Right, that's when you really hit that rock bottom and you're like calling things for exactly what they are. Now you can't let the devil in and this is where you start to you figure your spiritual strength out, because when you sit in self pity, you got to learn the difference between the truth and what the and the devil telling you extra stuff that's just not true. I wanted to come back to this episode. I'm glad I didn't post it yet and put that out there, because some of y'all are gonna try to go do the self pity thing, and the devil gonna work his his version of miracles on you, okay? And the main good, the main godly miracles, okay? He's going to be in your ear like, yep. She cheated on you when that ain't even true. All right. So you need you have to pray first, get into the spirit of discernment, and then you can sit in your self-pity. And self-pity, think about it, how much strength it can build into you spiritually if you can go through a stage of self-pity and not come out and kill yourself. Not come out and want to go seek revenge on people who you feel like did you wrong. Not come out in depression, but come out in forgiveness. Come out in grace. And not just forgiveness for others, but forgiveness for yourself forgiveness for yourself too brother and sister listening come out in grace and mercy come out in light and love come out of it in happiness and most importantly peace but you can only get that that true peace from jesus trust me i'm telling you like and i'm not saying this has no perfect person oh my gosh i'm not saying this as a perfect person i am not i'm just i'm just a messenger man like i'm really just a messenger and, I, I, and honestly if i could i would humble myself lower than that um For lack of better terms, I'm just a messenger. I'm just somebody that I guess ain't nobody else going to do it. So I guess I'll do it like at the end of the day, like, trust me. Like when I tell you that if you don't trust anything else, the beauty that you'll see within yourself when you climb out of that and you come out of it. Like I said, instead of falling into it, you just look at it for what it is. Dang, these things in my life have gone completely wrong. I have been dealt a terrible hands of a, a, a deck of cards. But and if you need help, look at other transformation stories. There's some in the Bible, there's some in real life, some of our favorite celebrities and rappers and singers and actors, they have some as well. And I guarantee you if you really look into the root of it like I said, it started with them sitting down with themselves and being real, not play play. And oh, I mean, it is what it is. And body positivity. And I love my s-. no, All that fake self-love that's dependent on other people's validation ain't real. At the end of the day, you're going to have to get raw with yourself. You going to get and that's what self-pity is. Self-pity is one of the lowest forms of accountability because it's, it's accountability beyond your your controlled voice it's that voice that you can't control it's not the voice that you control and say well you know my life is bad but no it's that voice that's like yo your life is nowhere near where it needs to be you ain't ish you didn't even call your son last weekend it's that voice But you you have to master it. And think about how strong you'll be when you master it, all right? So just let that sit with you for a second. Really deep dive on what I just said. Share this episode. Do what you got to do. Figure it out.